episode 165. And now, here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution, it's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Welcome back to the Dharmic Evolution. Today we're in Colorado Springs, Colorado with an amazing singer-songwriter. She's gaining traction in the local community and people are recognizing her ability to write across various genres. She's currently partnering with KMG Boulder to write and produce her second project due to be released in 2018. This will be a compilation of songs blending adult contemporary pop, EDM, club, and country crossover tracks with fresh lyrics styled after some of her early influences. Alanis, Gwen, Shania, and Cheryl. And newer influences, Sia, Chainsmokers, Taylor, and Katie. I'm telling you. In the meantime, her last collaboration of songs, which is currently in circulation, can be found on SoundCloud and Reverb Nation. This lady has been a semi-finalist in both the International Unsigned Only and USA Songwriting Competitions and was grand prize winner of the 2016 Divine Tracks Contest. Quoting, she is a multi-talented artist and singer-songwriter. Her entry, Rainbow, was extremely well-received by our production team, and we are excited to learn more about her background and creative process. She also received high rankings for several of her songs through Reverb Nation and was awarded a featured artist spot on their homepage November 2016 all the way to January 2017. Since then, she's been featured on various radio stations across the globe and continues to grow a strong fan base. This lady and KMG are in the process of opening a studio school in Colorado Springs where she plans to train and produce a local talent while building a music library in which licensing companies, record labels can partner with her as a trusted resource for songs and content. Talk about stacking the cool. You guys better strap up your seatbelts for Jenny Vinatieri. Are you a singer-songwriter, author, speaker or thought leader? Have you been looking for a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency has exactly what you are looking for. Find out how we write and produce big, amazing songs on Music Row for authors, speakers, thought leaders and organisations like non-profit and corporations. We also help singer-songwriters and artists by giving them a platform on Dharmic Evolution, a podcast designed specifically to broadcast your global career, now in 71 countries and with more than 161 episodes of artists all over the world from all genres. We know how to reach your target audience. Are you a dreamer like James? Then reach out today to james at thejamesoconnoragency.com and find out how we can help your global career. Jenny, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Thank you for having me. It's so awesome to be here. We're in Colorado today. This is awesome. Jenny Vinatieri. And um, I don't know where I should start with you, but I really want to start with... um, I think the fact that you have grown up, like in this country, they call it a military brat. And yeah. You grew up in Europe. So I think the story of your parents meeting 
from two different countries and they didn't even <laughs> understand the same language. And then you grow up learning three languages simultaneously? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I had, um, again, the whole, my, my mom didn't know the English, my dad didn't know Spanish and, um, just, uh, you know, picking up little bits and pieces of what they made up. There were some made up words. Um, so as I went to school, I had to go to special ed to kind of learn, um, you know, how to speak English and how to read and so forth. And um, so I was learning Italian, Spanish and English all at the same time. So it was uh, and music. Music is what I related to. So that was another language in itself. Right. Right. Well, just just the the way Jenny and I got connected was through Instagram. And I I was telling you on the phone that the posts you put up are so amazing because um, I'm always attracted to that person who has that really deep artistic streak in inside of them. And you have that. I can tell oh, by thanks. your posts. They're so creative, you know, like just all your photos and everything. And um and then at first I didn't know you were a musician, and then I, I dug in a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago. I said, "Oh wow, this is this is awesome, and your music is is great." Oh, by thank the way. you, thank you. So, not to box you in, but um, I saw that you had said a little. You were talking a little bit about EDM, and um, yeah. I get some of that club, you know, vibe right. that you have in your songs. And I'm trying to get more people. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to get some DJs to come on this show too, just mm-hmm. because I want to expose people to that side of it. I mean, this is predominantly singer-songwriter, this right. show, but every once in a while I like to bring in somebody from outside the box. And I get, you know, like when I hear your music, I'm thinking big club, I'm thinking the place <laughs> is packed. I'm thinking, I can even see like a DJ spinning your stuff in a stadium. You oh, know? Awesome. I get that feeling. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, give us some of your influences first, like when you were growing up uh, that you listened to, that, that yeah. gave you the voice and the, and the writing style that you have today. You know, I think early on, so my first record was Madonna, Like a Virgin. Um, of course, that was at a very young age. I really didn't know what the content was. <laughs> right, but, um, right. you know, listening to like Janet Jackson, Madonna, um, you know, I did some parodies on that. That's really where I started having a lot of fun with with writing and, and connecting with music. And um, my my school actually had some little newspaper. So they started um, having me write parodies to some of the most popular songs that were out so kids could kind of sing along with it and and so forth. Um, but yeah, uh, again, Madonna, I'm trying to think, um, uh, Janet Jackson, you know, there was uh, Ready for the World, Oh, Sheila. Um, so it, it's, right. it's funny because a lot of it was probably inappropriate for me to listen to at the time, but it was stuff that it was really the beat and the music that kind of drove it and the melody. So um you know, a lot of those are what I can Michael Jackson, you know, a lot of that. And being overseas, we didn't really have as much of the American music over there that I was listening to. So it was really the the, the top 40 and, and the artists that were really making it big that I connected with because that's really what I heard at the time. So AHA yeah. is another one. <laughs> oh, right. Love yeah, it. that yeah, was huge. Take on me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. that's the one with the, the cartoon yes. uh, video. Yes. And everybody remembers that because right. it was such a groundbreaking video. Right. It's like, what exactly. is this? But it was like... um. 
It was like some major cartoon that you saw, like, you know, Speed Racer or right. something. You couldn't take your eyes off right. it. You know, it was pretty wild. Yeah, so how about, like, your associations with friends, like, when you were growing up? Like, when you were growing up with music, were you um, in Europe at the time, like, you know, as a young teen? Yeah. Uh, so, so, so how about your associations, your friends and things like that? Were, were all you guys listening to pretty much American music um, at the time? So, um, you know, there was a lot of, well, being that we were on a military base, yeah, a lot of the radio that we were listening to was American music. Um, so that's really what we had to relate to, to some extent. My, my, my family is Spanish. I have half of my family in Spain. And so they listened to a lot of other stuff. So there was a lot of Spanish influence and stuff like that. And I was flamenco dancing and doing all that, but, um, to, you know, so, so I'd love to incorporate some of that culture in my music at some point as well. Um, but yeah, primarily what we listened to was going to be the American music on the radio stations, military bases there. Right. So, so you have half of your family in Spain and the other half in Italy? No, actually, I was born in Italy, so we're Italian descendant. But um, oh. my my uh, my family, uh, my dad's side of the family is from South Dakota, Yankton, South Dakota. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, wow. so we have a lot of family here in the states as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Must be must be fun. So do you get get over to Europe often to visit, or are you yes, pretty much? Actually, yeah, we do. Great. I'm getting ready to make a trip here soon um, to visit France and Spain. Yeah. Nice, nice. You, you're, not, you're not going to the Statue of Liberty or anything no. like that. No, yeah, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mess around, girl. So, so I think it's time to connect people with Jenny Vinatieri's music. What do you think? Any less? Here we go with Jenny. Check this one out. It's no funny thing when your heart is broken. It feels like you're dead inside. And it messes with your head. Everyone has spoken. But I did my best. I tried. I don't love you any less. But I don't love you anymore. You cut me, deep broke me. 
love that everything at the end mm -hmm. any less yeah what a great song that was really killer so would you describe that as um that sounds like the club thing happening to me it sounds like a really just happening fun you know get up and dance type of song <laughs> did, did you have Good. any kind of like preconceived idea when you wrote this about where you wanted this to land you know um the way i write um is is a lot to just music and so forth. So when I hear a particular sound or whatnot, I'll let it, I'm very visual in the sense of I allow it to just kind of take me somewhere and create a mood. And then I just kind of write around that situation that I'm, that I'm seeing in my head. So right. with that one, you know, it's just kind of, um, I want people to connect to it because I think a lot of people are in this situation where they're just in a relationship and they're not getting any closure. They know it's coming to an end and they're just, they're, oh, all right, you know, are you going to pull the trigger or am I going to pull the trigger type of thing? But it's just, right. um, you know, making that decision for yourself in a sense that you're not going to get those answers and you just know you need to move on. And it's, you know, I don't love you any less, but I don't love you anymore either. So um, just yeah. kind of a take on that. Yeah. So Can you give, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, so I don't know that I wrote it for necessarily a club environment or any type of environment, just obviously wherever people connect with it. Right. Yeah. And that felt right to you. So tell me about the, you know, the, um, the production and how you go after the sound you're looking for. Like, um, can you give us uh, the studio environment and like right. how you put your music together? Sure. Sure. So, you know, I decided with this particular project, this is the first project I've done. And, um, I really got to a point where in the past I'd been writing for a lot of different groups and so forth. They would create the music. I would create the melody and, and the picture and the sound and all that stuff around it. Um, and the content, and it just got to a point where it wasn't really going anywhere after that, you know, they'd get some recognition, right. but then it kind of fizzled out. And so I really wanted to create something for myself that when I'm older, I can look back and say, I did that, you know, um, yeah. wasn't expecting to be as received as well received as it is right now. Um, so that's why I'm working on a second project. But with this one, I went online, did some research, found a couple of beats that I really liked and connected to and, uh, purchased those beats. I have exclusivity to them and then just kind of went in a studio and, um, worked with the engineer to create that sound behind it. And this is right. the result. This is the end result. So, um, my first engineer, he has moved to LA for bigger and better things. And now I'm working on my next project with KMG of Boulder. Um, so really excited okay. and that's going to incorporate more EDM and all that other stuff. Right. And congratulations. It's a great sound. Really, really enjoyable. Thank you. I, I dig it. Hey, Thanks. can I circle back to the Rubik's Cube? Yes. I read, read it. <laughs> so, so you got, yeah, so this was, this was fascinating to me because I love uh, language and I just so admire people who are bilingual or trilingual, you know, just having that ability. And I know everybody in Europe speaks like two, three languages yeah. is nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of us dopey Americans are struggling with just, you know, command, you know, having command of this language like myself. But um, but you got put in a special um, class because of the different languages and the dis different experiences you were having mm -hmm. that you said you loved. And tell us about the woman who was helping you and and tutoring you or, or your, your teacher. Well, you know, first of all, when you get put in a special ed class, you kind of think, all right, there, there might be something wrong with me. I'm not, you know, that type of thing, but it was amazing. So my teacher was blind and 
you know, just, just to see somebody with a disability to do all these fascinating things. I mean, I had, we, she, she had a Rubik's cube in Braille. Everything she had was in Braille. And so it was amazing. You know, that was the time when I had my own Rubik's cube and couldn't figure the thing out, you know, to save my life. And so I'd always go in to have her reset it for me. I'd tell her, you know, what colors and so forth. And she would just do like two clicks and boom, there you go type of thing. She was amazing. So obviously, you know, when, when you don't have your, your sight, your other senses are, are more prominent and, um, man, could she, I think I stuck my tongue out at her one time. Cause I was, you know, you're at that age and you're like, eh, and I stuck my tongue out at her and she could, she obviously heard it or knew because she's like, Jen quit sticking. And so I just thought this woman had superpowers and yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> the confidence she gave me to get back out there and to, you know, read and, and be confident in, in doing so and fitting in was just amazing. She was, she was my superhero at the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That must. So, so tell me about the transition when you, uh, came to America, like how old were you and how was the experience oh. of, of moving from <laughs> your, it must've been, yeah, to, from it Europe was, to where did you, where did yeah. you end up yeah. like first? Well, I actually, we moved from Spain to Colorado Springs and that's where I've been ever since. I love oh, it. Okay. It's beautiful. Um, but I moved here at the age of 16, so it was tough, you know, it was just my last yeah. years in high school. So, um, my dad was teasing me and I was so extremely gullible. I believed him, but he said, we're moving to Colorado Springs. It's all dirt. There's cowboys in Indian. They're going to scalp you because of your hair, that type of thing. So he was a jokester. So I, I was terrified, honestly. And then I got here and, um, wow, the culture was so different. The kids were so different. So, you know, I had a, about a year, year and a half where I was trying to figure out where I fit in and so forth. Um, cause I was also, uh, very much into fashion at the time. And we were five years ahead in fashion. So it's kind of like the weirdo in a sense because of the things I was wearing. So it was yeah. a little hard to fit in somewhere, but you know, um, once I did, you know, we just, it, it just worked. So, um, and, and music was a huge way for me to kind of fit in. I made some friends and that was kind of the way that that's kind of how we just grew closer together. We, uh, we, I, w- I would tell them an idea for a song. They'd sing maybe the harmonies and so forth. And that's just really what we did. You know, we're like, Ooh, we're going to be stars one day. Let's create a group. That was the time of the spice girls and all that other stuff. So we yeah. played a lot in my room and, and just sang and saying, and then I had my one girlfriend who actually incorporated me into her school project, which terrified me, but it was amazing. So it kind of helped me get out of my shell when she called me up to, you know, the microphone to say, okay, Jen, we're going to sing the one song that we did together in our room. She, was so outgoing. I was so introverted and, um, but it was amazing. We got a standing ovation and, and kids were singing it in the school. So I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, they're really able to connect with this. This is awesome. So it was really cool. So who knew that from those humble beginnings, you would make it all the way to the Dharmic evolution, you know, know, right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let let me ask you about the, you just said that, um, you guys were, you were five years ahead in fashion yeah. Um, so, so, t- so, explain that to me because I don't know about that. So, Europe is more, more. Um, their fashion is more ahead of the U.S. Yes, absolutely. It- yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. So, and and is that yeah. currently true today? Um, you know, I I guess I'll have to find out when I go back. I do know that you know there are trends and so forth that I save all my money. Um, 
so that I can go shopping and such, um, so that I can get that going. And, um, no, in regards to the fashion, I, I will save all of my money and to go there just to bring back some trends here. So, um, I would say that still holds true in some cases, but I think that, you know, we've got so many trends happening here that, you know, people come up with an idea, they start wearing things inside out or whatever, and it starts becoming a following. So, yeah. Cause I noticed like, I knew this years ago, we were playing in clubs and, uh, and the lighting in Europe was, they were always way ahead, especially like, um, you know, in England, London, uh, areas like that in lighting and some of the sound technologies, they were always, you know, further ahead than the U S and I don't know why that was, but I was always kind of fascinated by it. Yeah. And even like, um, certain things like you get on a, um, a uh, Richard Branson airline Virgin, and it's a different experience than some of the right. aircraft yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. wait Absolutely. a minute, once I fly Virgin, I don't want to fly anything else anymore. <laughs> this is a real plane. The whole ex- <laughs> whole experience, whole experience. Yes, yeah, a lot. Of yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so different. So when you got here, did you find it? Um, I know transitions like that are really challenging. Did you find it eventually? Um, pleasant for you, like the experience of being here or were there things that you really missed that you wish you were back in Europe? Oh, absolutely. There were things I missed. I missed a lot of the culture here. You know, we spend a lot of time to accumulate items in a sense. I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way, but because I do that myself as well, you know, bigger, the better type of thing there. I think they are more about, um, community, um, more about family. It's, it's really about that. They use their, their, their lifestyle or their, their, their monies to go out and enjoy life and, and spend it with family a lot more. I mean, my, my mom and dad live about a half hour from me, but I'm so busy that, you know, I get to see them once a week or something like that as to where there it's a revolving door. So I missed right. that piece. I guess I kind of assumed when I got here that it would be very similar and it wasn't. Um, I did find in high school and I think I think that this still holds true to some extent that, um, it was a bit clickish, you know, so everybody had their groups already and I was still trying to figure out, Oh my gosh, where do I fit in now? So I had this whole other challenge now where I was like, Oh my gosh, where do I fit in now? Um, and I just took on where, um, you know, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it this way. I'm going to go ahead and be the person that when I see a kid walking through the door, that looks terrified. I'm going to be the first person to go up to them and say, hi, welcome. Let me introduce you to my friends. So I ended up with a very, very large group of friends. There were no judgments. I I didn't care what their background was. I didn't care what they look like. It was just, Hey, you're welcome. As long as you're, you know, not doing anything perceived as bad or or whatnot, you know, so, or at least don't bring it into the group type of thing. And, um, it worked out very well. And, and we ended up with, with a large group of friends and that was just always my, my model when I meet somebody, you know, try not to. Well, that, that was really awesome for you to do that because, um, you know, extending a hand of friendship like that, it breaks down. Like, I think a lot of people are just, um, you know, the click develops after everybody breaks, you know, they find a safe zone. Right. Like, okay, I'm safe here and I'm going to go over here and I'm like glued to you. But a lot of it is shyness because um, I notice this when I do, do the yoga workouts, I, which I do a lot of. And uh, people just, they come in the room and they're just, it's not just being quiet in reverence of the yoga. Thing. Right. It's just like, nobody wants to say anything. Right, right. So the instructor walks in and I'm always like, how you doing? Like I yell <laughs> out to them, good morning. And like, I've had ones who came in that I didn't know them. 
and they sat down and did not introduce themselves. And uh, anybody new here? And I always go, "What's your name?" You know, and they some of them turn red. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's like you know, break down the the barrier of you don't have to be strangers. You can say hello, like like you just you just said. You know, which is a really polite thing to do. Um, I want to play this other one. This is called Rainbow, and I really love this song, Mm -hmm. Jenny. Good. Here we go.
love that fade out. The whistling is really, really awesome. Great <laughs> song. Now, did you do this with the same, um, you know, set of operations that you did the last song? Did you just, you know, grab the rhythms and the beats mm -hmm. and, and then work it from there? So yeah. you prefer that, right? Um, you know, I don't know art. that I prefer it. I think that was just the only option that I had at the time because, um, you know, I, I don't write the music per se. I write the songs. Um, right. So I just really... I, if I'm inspired by a beat or a track or whatnot, I can usually come up with something pretty, pretty darn quickly. So I, I'm constantly yeah. writing. I'm constantly hearing stuff on the radio and going, oh, OK, I would, you know, do this with it or whatnot. Um, yeah. So at the time, that was really the only option. Now I'm working with folks that, you know, if I have a song or a melody, I'm, you know, they're able to put music to it. So I can do both. Hope you guys are digging the Jenny show. Yeah, the real true artist. Right back to Jenny's stories right after this. Have you connected with your gratitude today? I think I have something that will help inspire you. It's the brand new release from James Kevin O'Connor. Gratitude, recorded on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee with producer Kim Copeland and team, is James' third full-length album in four years. Ten amazing songs, each one a different story about the emotions, journeys and experiences that you and I have lived. Songs like Dreamer, Jesus Teaches, Tango On and 51 Shades of Grey. And of course, title track, Gratitude. Pick up the brand new CD today with amazing artwork and photography at iTunes, CD Baby and Amazon. Or simply go to jameskevinoconnor.com for your download right now. Send someone that you love a copy of Gratitude today. It might be exactly what they need in their life right now. Gratitude, the new release by James Kevin O'Connor. Yeah, did you, where do you think your creativity came from? Um, any, was your parents, are they musical or like what influenced you like as a youngster to say, man, I just have to like be doing something creative, like either writing or coloring or painting. Right. Like that, that led you to say, I I'm a creative type. You yeah. Because that, that comes from somewhere. Well, you know, aside from music, a lot of things that I liked was color, fashion, um, just a, a lot of things in regards to the creative senses and so forth. Glitter and, ball. Yeah, you know, and you just know, uh, red shoes. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but um, and I was just kind of grew up in that world. And, you know, yeah. just again, having that challenge of communicating with people, I've always found that music is just kind of a universal language. And, yeah. you know, people even even today, I get so emotional when I go to a concert. It's funny, sometimes I'm in tears. Um, just because I'll look around, we have Red Rocks Amphitheater here in Denver, one of the right. most beautiful venues ever. And just yeah. going there and being out in nature and then seeing the crowd, I always look backwards into the crowd to just see all the people, all the different faces and just the power of music and bringing everyone together, regardless of what they're going through in life at that moment, yeah. you know, or beliefs or whatnot. It's so powerful. And, and I think that's just how I was able to connect was through music. And it just drove me and I really wanted to pursue that. That's amazing. That's amazing. 
Hey, we were talking um, while we were listening to this song a little bit about social media. Yeah. Let's talk about that just for a second. Um, you're you're obviously the Instagram jam girl, which um, I <laughs> talked about at the beginning. And, and for you folks who uh, want to see somebody who's putting out really, really creative content on Instagram, go check out Jenny Vinatieri. You'll, you'll really uh, have a good time seeing what <laughs> she's been putting up there. So, um, so you've been on for, for a while now and how has your experience been on, you know, Instagram and, and, um, Facebook and, sure. and what else do you follow? Right. Um, so I have, um, a reverb nation page, um, that's tied into my Facebook page as well as, um, my Instagram. I do Twitter also, but I'm probably not as active on there. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I got those going probably about a few years ago, um, which is just kind of support the product and kind of put it out there and, and just see how my music took. And so it's been, it's been fun just reading the comments and, and, and man, I tell you, I get some, some folks just reaching out to me saying, Jen, thanks for your posts. They're so positive and so forth. They don't even know I do music. So I'm still trying to make that connection. Hey, I, I, I you yeah. know, I'm a music artist, you know, not just, you know, this, this, I just think that spreading positivity, um, just, if you can just be that one positive moment in someone's life, then, then that's good, you know? Um, and I do get emails every once in a while. Hey, Jen, I love your posts. You're so positive. You're so fun. And that's really what I, how do I, I try to approach life also. Um, so my following has increased, um, which is great. And, um, I love the feedback that I get in regards to my music, positive or negative, um, through reverb. I did a, a critique session where I put all my songs out there and they send it to a bunch of people I don't know um, that are, you know, that they choose to critique it. And a lot of them aren't in the same genre I am. So they might not relate to it as much. But, you know, for the most part, I got some pretty good ratings as to where I was a featured artist on Reverb Nation because of it. Um, So I scored pretty high, even with some of the negative comments that I got. And I don't view them as negative. I view them as positives because I can learn from those. So I took that feedback, um, to incorporate into my next project. And so I'm hoping some of that music, those people can relate to, because technically I don't necessarily want to be the artist itself. You know, um, I'm writing across all boards so that I can hopefully be noticed for my songwriting capabilities and being able to write in different genres. Um, yeah, so, so that's, that's kind of my ultimate goal. Well, you're doing it right. Excuse me. I, um, I've been studying a lot about social media the last like three or four months. I mean, really deep engrossed in it. And it's all about the engagement. So you're, you're, yeah. you're doing it right. Um, you know, I, like I said, I didn't know you were a singer or a songwriter at right. first. <laughs> but after I dug in, it was like, sure. oh, yeah, this is very, very cool. But, you know, that's I, I look at my like I do. I do eight to 10 posts every single day, seven days a week on Facebook right. and on Instagram. And what I do is I set it up as I'm an entertainer, but I'm, I'm entertaining in a different way. So I'm bringing all the things that I like and it's not just music. Right. I have a lot of other interests and, and quotes from Buddha or Jesus or, mm-hmm. or, you know, dancers or yoga or guitars or people like in a library writing or reading. So I bring all of this stuff, you know, so I kind of, I kind of try to make it like every time somebody goes there, I get a different set of people liking different things. Right. And that's right. kind of cool, you mm-hmm. know, to like, 
just say, I'm not one dimensional and none of us are. Right. You know, we all have many facets mm-hmm. to our personality, our likes and our interests, you know. Um, we want to play this. I got to get this video in because this is really <laughs> cool. Now, I'm going to – this is going to be fun. You're going to help me. We're going we're gonna to okay. narrate the first 40 seconds for the people who are on the podcast <laughs> be, because it's uh, – describe this truck. I love this truck. What color is it? It's a Ford truck. It's like a 52-something. I, I – you know, actually, that's horrible. I don't exactly know what year, but I, I saw this truck and I knew I had to have it. It's actually one of my friends, um, uh, actually my father-in-law, and um, he had this – gorgeous truck and he was getting ready to sell it. And I was like, you have to let me use it before you sell it or let me help you sell it by putting it in this video. And people will be like, oh my gosh, this is a beautiful truck. So, you know, we got the truck. It's a flatbed truck. It's gorgeous. It's got to be, it's in the early fifties. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. What color is it? It's, it's like a cherry red. Oh my God. Because the video is in black and white. It's just amazing. So so the first 40 seconds, we're going to start it right now, but it's Jenny, tell us, you're getting in, you're leaving the store. Go ahead, narrate. <laughs> so basically <laughs> I'm leaving the store and I'm going on an adventure and the premise of the song and the video is basically me going through this adventure, you know, uh, bumping into people along the way who are going to inspire, bumping into people along the way who are maybe going to stifle your success or keep you from going that path or at least try, you know, or whatnot. So started the truck. Right. Okay. Started the truck. Um, and I I'm on my way. And along the way, I come across a few different kinks in the road. And it's about that process. And it's a metaphor for my music journey. Okay, and here we go. It's called <laughs> I'd rather wait. You can do your 
How could you not have a nice day after that, right? <laughs> that was so. great. I love the whole thing, the truck, the whole adventure. That was really, really cool. And and you had all your girlfriends in in the car, yes. in the truck with you. Yeah. yeah, they must have loved that, huh? Yes, it was a blast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so give me give me the big plans for you the rest of this year. What are you looking out and, and seeing the rest of this year? What does it look like for Jenny Vinatieri? What's your ambitions? What's your number one goal? What are you What are you most excited about looking forward? Yeah, absolutely. So um, wow, this year I'm feeling it's going to be really big for me. I've actually um, been reached out to by a couple of other artists um, in the EDM world and have done some recording with them. They're putting out some projects. So hopefully I'll get some recognitions in some other uh, genres of music. Um, the one that I'm working with, he actually performs at Red Rocks and does a lot of the dance global dance festivals. Um, wow. So I'm super excited to just the, the opportunity to even hear my voice on one of his tracks would be amazing. Um, yeah. I, I am uh, partnering with my um, studio that I work with in KMG Boulder. We are looking at opening up a KMG Colorado Springs right now as to where we can teach um, uh, students um, uh, the Ableton um, uh, content uh, so that they have certification. We're one of 18, I believe, throughout the nation that's going to be certified in that. And there's not going to be another one within a thousand miles of us. So we're wow. hoping to. Ableton is the um, song um, software, yes. recording software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's gotcha. it's, it's gotcha. that box that you can use. A lot of DJs use it, a lot of EDM uh, yeah. artists, that type of thing. So we'll have that component. We'll have a studio in there. We'll also be doing content content development as far as videos and so forth for artists. And um, along with that, I am wrapping up my second project to hopefully be released later this year. Um, we just need to get it mastered and and out to the proper channels. Um, so just kind of trying to figure that out and doing a little bit of rebranding as well so that, you know, mo more people who see my content on social media will know that I am you know, a music artist as well as a songwriter um, and right. hopefully kind of merging those two so that they can make that connection as well. And and uh, I'm hoping that 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 my presence is welcoming enough as to will people feel comfortable in reaching out to me for those channels. So really trying to network with various artists. I have some people in Europe that have reached out to me to write for some things. So I'm just entertaining anything and everything until I figure this out. <laughs> That's great. Well, I'm, I'm so glad we met because we have a lot of commonality and things sure. to talk about. And, and um uh, I want first and foremost to ask you to uh, give us the best place for people connect to your music. Where can we go to support you, find out where we can hear your songs, yeah. purchase your songs? 
What can we do to get to Jenny? So I guess the best two ways is um, I have a Reverb Nation uh, profile. Um, okay. and it's Jenny Vinatieri. So if you look up on there, you actually have access to my songs there and can purchase those. Um, another channel, please like me on Facebook. It's under Jenny Vinatieri as well. You can view my artist page and I'm there and a lot of my content is there um, as far as my postings and, and so forth that might not be on the Reverb Nation page. Right. Yeah. If you're not going to Instagram to see Jenny, you're missing out <laughs> on the show. <You're, laughs> Jenny, this was awesome. I had a great time meeting you. And just for you folks out there who, um, who are applying to come on the show, you could take a chapter out of Jenny's book because, man, <laughs> is she organized. I mean, we only met like, like five or six days ago or whatever. And uh, you got right back to me on Instagram. We chatted. Yes. And boom, she filled out the paperwork last night, <laughs> sent it in five o'clock this morning. I look, there it is. Everything ah, filled out, yeah. ready to go. You were right on time. Man, you broke all the stereotypes that come up with musicians not, not having it together. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate you and your music. And I want to wish you all the luck and love and success in the world. Jenny, it was a pleasure to have you on the Dharmic Evolution today. It was truly my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Any less. Rainbow. And of course the video, have a nice day. A slamming time today had with Jenny Vinatieri. I hope you guys really enjoyed this as much as I did. Um, such a pleasure to get behind an artist who is totally focused, totally committed in what she's doing. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Check out all her links in the socials and follow her. Get behind her on social media and Reverb Nation. I think you're going to be very happy you did because I think Jenny is going places. Hey, uh, a few things to mention here before we do say adio. My friends, uh, if you have not yet posted your content on the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page, well, what are you waiting for? Come on over. Uh, we put this thing together so you guys can post your videos, your songs, if you have a gig, anything new in your artistic life, put it up there on the um, Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page. We welcome you um, to share with others. Also, over on my Facebook page, James Kevin O'Connor Music, you can pick up your free ebook. I put it out there for immediate download. It's written for like a quick 10 minute read, so you can put it to use immediately. So I want you to download that. You can read it in like 10 minutes and put it into action. Um, I think you'll really like it. And uh, if you are looking for coaching help, in the following three categories, podcast training, life transition coaching, or media coaching, any of these three, I can help you on any and all of those. Please reach out and contact me at james at the jamesoconnoragency.com. If you're a singer-songwriter, um, artist of some type, or you know someone who is, um, first requirement, if you want to be on the show, you must have a mailing list. If you do, go over to dharmicevolution.com, the guest tab. Fill everything out and send in your assets, and we'll see if we can get you booked on the show. Please subscribe, rate, and review the Dharmic Evolution podcast in iTunes. It means a lot to the show for the growth of it. We appreciate it. Put it in the little note there. It only takes a minute. And make sure you say hello to me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, 
I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. <laughs>